Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay. Uh, hello, my name is Katerina Rikowski. Um, I am a breeder and breed enthusiast of breed Central Asian Shepherd, also known as a alibi. Uh, I came to the breed uh, as a child. First I met them when I was six years old, when I was living in Soviet Union. And after that, I just I just fell in love with this breed. And uh, I had a choice to get a Rottweiler or Central Asian Shepherd because it was two rare breeds. But I really like Central Asian Shepherd because they are very independent. This is what I liked. So I owned this breed from 1994. And I still have these dogs. Uh, when I first came to United States, uh, almost 12 years ago, I had no dogs here, right? I came here and I really want to have a Central Asian Shepherd. But uh, we live in a smaller house and like a crowded neighborhood. And I thought it would be not a good uh, idea to have a dog like that. So I decided to get American Bulldog. Because I really like this movie where this dog was traveling, where they, I think it was home, homeward bound. <laughs> so my first American breed here was American Bulldog, and I really love this breed as well. So it's my second favorite breed. And then later we got uh, Central Asian Shepherds. We imported them from Moscow, two of them, and then third. And uh, my American Bulldog and three of my Central Asian Shepherds. We were here uh, in Michigan with us from 2015. So this is when I start uh, to show my dogs and then breeding them. Mm-hmm. Central Asian Shepherd is uh, one of the ancient breed of dogs. It means that other Molosser breeds were developed from Central Asian Shepherds. Central Asian Shepherds uh, as a breed is older than 4,000 years. So very old breed. They can look a little bit different, but they still do the same job in Central Asia. They do protect houses, herd of animals, and everything from predators. It can be wolf, hyena, it can be bear. Mostly it's the wolves and coyotes, but also they do guard job for uh, people from a people. So this breed, no matter how, how different it looks like, it can be different color, it can be a little bit shorter or longer hair, it still should do the same job. Mm-hmm. A lot of people um, promote them as a fighting dogs, like a pit dogs, which is a misconception. They're not fighting dogs. They never been a fighting dog, but they definitely will protect their territory from a dog as well. So people start to breed them for dog-on-dog aggression. And it's end up in a lot of mixes because Central Asian Shepherds don't have much game in them. So people start to add terriers, mastiffs, danes for a size. It's a lot of pit bull Central Asian Shepherd mixes. So it's became really sad. It's very hard to find out who is mixed, who is not, because uh, DNA tests not always showing you the true story. 
So my goal as a breeder and a breed lover to keep the breed clean as it is without any mixes. Mm -hmm. They're still used, they're still used as a guard dogs for a ship uh-huh. in Central Asia. Countries of, all the countries which are end with a stand, Tajikistan, Afghanistan, mm-hmm. Kazakhstan. They leave, uh, they leave, uh, without any, like, shelter mm-hmm. and they travel, uh, they, not, no one really feeds them. They hunt for their food. So they are pretty aboriginal, pretty wild, mm-hmm. but they are very faithful and they do the job. So sometimes they travel up to 600 kilometers in one month because they go in with the sheep high into the mountains Mm -hmm. and in the winter they go back. So this breed is very uh, durable. It's supposed to be durable. Mm -hmm. But with the crossbreeding, which start to be probably in the late 90s, uh, quality of breed is declining and I wouldn't say that if, if a grandfather is a San Bernard and somebody is a pit bull, you cannot tell that it's a purebred dog. Right. So it's very hard to find a purebred dog right now. You really need to dig into the pedigrees and you need to talk to people because it's a lot of scam. I do mention it in my book. I have a couple chapters in my book about scam and fraud and pedigrees. Mm-hmm. Are they recognized by any kettle club at this time? They're recognized by FCI. It's a European organization. It's the biggest organization, mm-hmm. FCI. Uh, they're also um, recognized by United Kennel Club in the United States. Mm-hmm. And they are first step recognized with American Kennel Club. So mm-hmm. I can show my dog with AKC. It will just not get a title. But uh, they definitely can be shown in competition and everything. And mm-hmm. all my dogs are champions of... Uh, United Kennel Club. So yeah, they're definitely recognized uh, with the with the certain clubs. I don't think that it will be a good idea to fully recognize this breed with AKC. You probably know that once breed became fully recognized with AKC, they became really degrading because people start breeding for a looks or for a size. So I think maybe to keep it as it is, not fully recognized by AKC. Mm-hmm. It's a breed, uh, mostly, uh, once the breed get recognized as a breed club, you know, it's like few people, they start creating their own standard. Mm -hmm. So if they have a massive lookalike dogs or pit bull mixes, they will create the standard for what they have in their yard. Mm -hmm. So it will not represent the truth of of the breed. That's why it's so bad. As example, it's not good for this breed uh, to be very uh, kind to strangers, right? Mm-hmm. While most fighting breeds should be just dog-on-dog aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. So you are changing the standard and you making Central Asian Shepherds not a guard dog anymore, but extremely dog-aggressive. Mm-hmm. So they are not able to do the job as a pack. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to sell this dog to the farmer, right, and farmer have, let's say, over 100 acres, he probably will need three or four dogs to protect the herd from a from a wolf or or coyote, and the fighting origin dogs with the pit bull in them, they will fight each other instead of protecting uh, the herd as a pack. So mm-hmm. this is a problem of recognizing the breed with the famous clubs and uh, greeters doing the bad job. I call these people as the greeters who just you know breed the dog for a greed.
I I try to follow FCI standard because this is the only standard we have right now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty blurry lines in this standard, uh, and a lot of uh, Russian uh, researchers mm-hmm. who devoted to the breed were really upset when standard were were uh, made up uh, because uh, standard uh, have dogs described from a dog can be the same breed if it's let's say 90 pounds and then it can be dog who is 2230 pounds and it's considered as the same breed which it should should it cannot be this way the average size of central asian shepherd should should be between 100 pounds for female even can be a little bit less and no more than like 145 pounds for a male. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's happened bigger and smaller, but not twice the size. Mm-hmm. So standard is very is very blurry. I try to I try to follow something in the average, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my dogs are not giant, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I have some bigger puppies, which can be like 160 pound, but I try and never exceed the size, and I never breed with the bigger dogs. I try to pay attention to the teeth. I want my dogs who are in my breeding have a better teeth than average, and I'm looking for a temperament. So dog need to be calm, mm-hmm. but aggressive to strangers. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Could you talk to maybe about some modern jobs that the uh, the Central Asian has today? Uh, yes, um, sometimes uh, greeters. I call them greeters. Uh, they use some names mm-hmm. uh, to prom- to promote something they have, and they call, "Hey, I have a practice from a legendary," and then it goes like a blank name. Right. And most of the time, legendary dogs. It's the dogs who are fighters, right? Mm-hmm. They never did any job as a protection from a human. You know, like uh, protecting the yard. They never actually walk with the sheep or cattle. Mm-hmm. They are living in a yards on the chains, and they just only travel from fight to fight. Mm-hmm. So people call them legendary, but it's actually very sad. It's nothing legendary about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the names people use over social media, it's a famous legendary bulldozer, which is look like a San Bernard mix or a legendary Shunkar. This looked like a Bully Kuta mix, mm-hmm. and he was a uh, fighting dog, and if you look at his video, you can see that he fight as a pit bull. And uh, it's some some other dogs, and they're mostly human, just a lot of extra skin, and they are like not human aggressive, they will not do anything if somebody come into your house, but they will be chasing dogs all the time. Mm-hmm. So this this type of dogs, bulldozers, Shankar, some other names, people call it legendary, but nothing really legendary with these dogs are, just some mixes. Mm-hmm. And today they're still used for, uh, you know, of course, guarding the flock, but are they used for any type of government work, like military? Not, not really, not really. Uh, I know, I know that certain countries do use them at the border, you know, border control, because they are hum, human aggressive, right, for mm-hmm. a trespassing, but not much because uh, this breed is very stubborn, so they are not really happy to do the orders, uh-huh. right? They will not uh, do well with the sleeve, you know, and when you train the dog, let's say if you have a police dog, the police dog should not damage the bad guy they should Mm -hmm. catch it and hold it but not really 
mouth the person. Mm-hmm. That's why only certain breeds are used in the police work. Central Asian Shepherd can uh, create a lot of damage if you make them upset. Mm-hmm. So that's why they are not really used much in it, but uh, they can do scent work. They actually have a very good uh, scent, almost like a hound, mm-hmm. similar to Beagle. So they can be used in this, and they can be used in all kinds of jobs. You definitely don't want to do any therapy promotion, like, a, you know, emotional stuff dogs, because they're pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. But uh, not much government job, no. Mm-hmm. The different lines, the different lines, it's mostly misconception again brought over social media because, mm-hmm. like I said, if it's an Irish setter, what do you want from an Irish setter? You want it to show you to point where the bird is sitting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you want, after you shoot the bird, you want it to bring it to you, I think, right? right. So it's no lines in the Irish setter. You want it to bring a bird. You don't want it to destroy the bird. Mm-hmm. You don't want him to escape when you shoot the gun, right? Mm-hmm. So with the Central Asian Shepherds, you want to have a robust dog, very calm, very brave, and it should not be any lines. If somebody prefer to use dog in the fights, this is the guilt of the person. It's not the line of the dog. Mm-hmm. Some people prefer to use dogs only in the shows, right? So it's a dog show. It's the only dogs for a show. They are not aggressive to people. They are not aggressive to anything. They, are, they don't care about anything. And they call it show line. But it's misconception. Like a show line German Shepherd, which is a really sad picture. It just crippled dogs. Mm-hmm. German Shepherd supposed to be the best dog ever was bred to do all kinds of jobs. And now it can be dogs for police and dogs for a show. And it's a totally different animals. And it's all the people's guilt. Mm-hmm. It's a walking breed and they should do the job. Right. This is the only line can be in the breed. Walking breed. Guardian dog. Mm-hmm. I do, I mostly did confirmation. Uh-huh. So that's all I did because I thought it will be nice if I will represent this breed in the United States more at the beauty shows. Um, I was thinking about weed pool, but they're pretty hard to convince to pull something without reason. <laughs> uh, even they're they are very, they very powerful, right? Mm-hmm. They definitely can pull. The, the, the truck if they need it, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't want to do the job easily. You definitely can show them in agility. You can do everything you like. I'm not doing it much because they're not easy to control in the group settings once they're over two years old. Mm-hmm. So they, they just they just a lot of liability. So you cannot let this dog just like a run free and do agility course if it's a bunch of dogs are barking around. <laughs> but yeah, but it's still possible, you know, you just yeah. need to invest a lot of time. And actually, some of my clients who do invest their time in training dogs to do agility course and this and this, I'm very happy for that. And I gave them some reimbursement money because I want people to do all kinds of stuff with their dogs. Right, most definitely. So, yeah, so people can do whatever they like with the dogs and more than better. You want to challenge, challenge the dog brain. Uh, so... You can do everything with this dog. I just don't recommend, again, you know, some disabled help. You know, it's not a leader of the blind, this mm-hmm. type of dog. Mm-hmm. They definitely can help to uh, with, with something like that, but don't expect them to be a social butterfly in the public. And therapy dogs, service dogs should be more receptive of strangers. Mm-hmm. Not every Central Asian Shepherd is like that. 
even in my yard some dogs are mild some dogs are stronger mm-hmm. but it's still they are dog aggressive so if you are disabled and this dog decided to you know pull to some other dogs you will not be able to control it so it's not the best to use them and promote them as a therapy dog right yeah most, most definitely um, most of our clients buy dogs as a family guards, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have much farmers, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, farmers prefer cheaper variety of dog and our dogs are not the cheapest. They prefer something like a hundred dollars, you know, tag. Right. Right. Uh, so, um, so people who have our puppies, they have other dogs in the household. We have a 160 pound Central Asian Shepherd from our breeding and they do have a two pound, uh, Yorkie and they live together. You just need to control their play so nobody will da- get damaged, that's all. I mean, damage, that you know, if it's a two-pound dog, it can be stepped on. Right. But they do pretty well with the pack. You just need to train them to not bully around, you know, not chasing cats and mm-hmm. everything like this. Like regular training, but they do well with, the, with their family and mm-hmm. dogs and cats and chickens, whatever you have. I had, Amer- I had American Bulldog, which is a... Uh, if you're looking at the United Kennel Club, uh, uh, American Bulldogs supposed to be as a guard dog as well. I know that uh, UKC, oh yeah, UKC did recognize them. Uh-huh. So a couple times I went to the dog shows and I and I was happy to see American Bulldogs and I was shown against them, right? So my dog was compared with American Bulldog, St. Bernard, Great Dane, all these dogs can consider it guard group. Mm-hmm. Uh American Bulldogs are different, too. I see a lot of American uh, Bulldogs, which are Johnson's type, Uh and they look like more decorative for me right now. They have a hard time with breathing. And uh, my dog, what I had, American Bulldog, she was a hybrid between Scott and Johnson. She was extremely, having extremely good stamina, and she was playing with my Central Asian Shepherds. All day long, they were swimming together, mm-hmm. and they did uh, protect our yard pretty well. Mm-hmm. I can tell that American Bulldog is more willing to obey to the owner than Central Asian Shepherd. So I was able to bring people in my house if my American Bulldog was inside, and I was just telling her, go to your place, and she was obeying this. Central Asian Shepherds will get more explosive. You will not be able to let strangers in the house. <laughs> they will not be like, okay, I will go to lay and, and on the mat. No, they will be like, no, these mm-hmm. people are trespassers. But again, you can you can curb it a little bit more with the training, but it will be just harder because breed is very independent and they like to sing themselves. Why American Bulldog like to please. Mm-hmm. Um, every, every dog is different uh, every dog is different but you definitely want to do a lot of socializing mm-hmm. with the family and friends who are often in your house mm-hmm. and if your dog will be on the harder side right when it's grown up maybe it will not really obey and like some of the extended family members mm-hmm. while some milder dogs will be like okay not a big deal so it depends on the dog no matter what breed it is you right. know some dogs that just don't like certain people mm-hmm. no matter what you do yeah 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 they're always barking or they're like always afraid you know it's, it just happens mm-hmm. so with this breed you just need to be aware that you need to do a lot of socializing mm-hmm. with your people mm-hmm yeah, but definitely it's not something you can expect to love everyone if you have a Christmas party and you have a people who came from other states and dogs never even met. You know these people, but for dogs, they're strangers. 
So you probably will try to introduce it outside. And if dog is very strong, guardian instinct, maybe you have to put this dog in separated area mm-hmm. and not uh, not risk with your dog's uh, with, with your guest's uh, body parts because somebody will go get the beer from refrigerator and dog will bite the person yeah. because, hey, hey, where are you going? Yeah. This is how it can be. But it's not like a killer dog. They don't want to kill anyone, yeah. but they have a very strict feeling of the territory. Right, right. Central Shepherds are good for, for, for you looking for uh, some other livestock guardian breeds, uh, people always asking me, right, when they're looking for something like this. Mm-hmm. They say, what about Kangol? What about Anatolian Shepherd? It's mm-hmm. a livestock guardian breed as well. But I saw a few Kangols who had uh, no aggressiveness to people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why it's like that. Maybe it was they were bred this way, but I didn't like it. Because even if they live, let's say, in Turkey, and somebody will come and try to steal the sheep, Mm-hmm. You want this dog to attack the person, yeah? Because or they will just steal steal your stock. So they definitely should attack anyone who try to touch your stock. But like I said, people breed different stuff. I know certain breeders in the United States with the Central Asian Shepherds who breed extremely mild dogs for generation. Mm-hmm. So these dogs will not do any protection at all. You can come to the house and this dog will not even lift the head. It's probably the same with uh, American Bulldogs. Some American Bulldogs are, you know, they can only uh, snore and eat. They are not doing any protection. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's in the people's hands, you know, depends who will take the breed and what they will do with it. But you definitely should look in the history and breed what it's supposed to be, especially with such a long time history, 4,000 years, right? Mm-hmm. Let the dog be a guard. It's not a therapy dog. It's not a baby nanny. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a litter um, and you're going to keep a puppy, what are the qualities that you look for within that puppy? I was keeping from the last litter a year ago. I have a litter like once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the last litter, I decided to keep one puppy because I really like the puppy attitude. Even at three weeks old, where it still looked like a toy and very clumsy, it was very bossy. So I like when dog is bossy. Mm-hmm. So I keep this dog and she still shows very good temperament. So I hope she will be a good guard dog. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the temperament and then I look at the color and then I look at the body and everything like this. And what would you describe as the proper structure of a Central Asian? So I would say uh, Central Asian Shepherds should look like a dog who could do the job. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the dog who is 180 pound, right, with a lot of flus on the face, you know, like the long lips, stretchy eyes, a lot of skin, breathing heavily even after a small run, you should ask yourself, how would this dog do in the country of origin? Would this dog be able to not eat every day or hunt for a food and follow the flocks of the ship for many, many miles every day mm-hmm. in a rush climate, in a very rough climate? And if you say, no way, this dog will break, this dog should have a mat, this dog should have a lot of water, no, then you definitely can say this is not good representation of the breed. Mm-hmm. So it should be a dog who look like a dog who can do the job, 
So it needs to be big to bigger size, right? You don't want something really fragile. Mm -hmm. And it should uh, have a nice body without much muscle. If mm -hmm. you see too much muscle in a dog, mostly it's uh, mixed with something from a bulldog line. Mm -hmm. So this dog should have an elastic skin. When predators bite this dog, you don't want predators to grab the meat. You want them to grab the skin. Mm -hmm. But still, it should not look like a Neapolitan Mastiff, which mm -hmm. is like a grotesque for a dog, right? Mm -hmm. So it should be elastic skin, but it should not be anything saggy and everything like this. Right. So it's not like a one look, but you definitely want to look at three Central Asian Shepherds and understand that maybe it's a five, ten pounds difference and different color, but it's still same breed. It should not resemble St. Bernard, Rottweiler, or Deerhound. Mm -hmm. So it should be kind of a, a, as far as their top lines and, and their hind, what, what, what would you describe that? It should be dog with uh, not much uh, angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the rear, should not it should not resemble boxer. It should not resemble German shepherds. It, they have more straight legs, but it's, they still should have some angulation. Mm -hmm. And they have a longer body than height in the shoulder mm -hmm. because it's e it's easier to to travel. Mm -hmm. When your body is more boxy, like I was looking how my American bulldog, right, which is a square type of body was playing with my dogs and sometimes she fell because she could not make a turn mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. because she has this huge deep chest right mm -hmm. very very cool looking but she wasn't fast enough as these dogs and if they're doing like a zoomies she sometimes hits the wall or anything <laughs> like that yeah. so you want to look at the central asian shepherds at the dog who have some agility mm -hmm. but still not look like a deer hound or a side hound mm -hmm. it should not be very massive it should look like a healthy Rottweiler. You can see unhealthy Rottweiler with a head look like a pug, and you can see Rottweiler who can go with you for a, 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 like a long hike because they have a normal breathing and they have a normal body, they're not fat. So mm -hmm. it should look like a healthy big dog. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And they don't eat much. If somebody tells you I have a Central Asian Shepherds and it eats like a... 15 cups a day, oh no, it's a Mastiff mix. They don't have much appetite. They don't eat much. Uh, speaking of that, how much do you feed your dogs and, and what what does their diet consist of? So I feed my dogs with a mixed diet. I do feed them dry, raw, and I cook for them, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I would say if I would, let's say I have a day of a dry food, it can be four or five cups a day of a good quality kibble. But I prefer to give a raw snack, let's say chicken quarter, right, in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I will give uh, four or five cups of food in the evening with a raw egg on top. Mm -hmm. Right now it's a hunting season, uh, so it's a lot of uh, trimmings I got from a butcher's from a whitetail hunting. Mm -hmm. So my dogs are mostly on a raw and I do cook them soups. In my book, I actually describe a lot of, uh, and describe a lot of recipes I use for, uh, for dogs. And it's a lot of information on the proper diet. You don't want to overfeed this dog. You right. over, overfeed this dog mm -hmm. and then you will have a health problems. Right. And speaking about health, what are some of the common uh, health issues? The, the common problems uh, right now is uh, 
problems with the heart, different problems with the heart. Mm-hmm. Some bloodlines have uh, uh, problems where heart is enlarged. Enlarge. It's mm-hmm. called DCM, I think. Mm-hmm. Degenerative, uh, degenerative cardiomyopathy. Mm-hmm. So some some bloodlines have it. So it goes in genetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other problem is a problem with the eyes. Entropion, ectropion. You know, if you see dogs is crying all the time, something's mm-hmm. not good. Uh, then it's a problem with the skin allergies. It's it's really sad, but it's just a bad immunity. Mm-hmm. Bloat. Some some dogs have a bloat and it's run in the family. I know some kennels who have a dogs died from a bloat, mm-hmm. and already their their uh, puppies are having a problem. Uh, hips and elbow dysplasia. And some problems with the spine as well. So if you look at the big breed, and you know that big breeds, they have a health problem. So Central Asian Shepherds start to have more problems as they get in bigger in the size. Before it was just like a hip elbow dysplasia, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now it's getting more and more, very sad. Right. And how, how important is health testing for, for your program? I do health testing for every dog I plan to breed. So even if it's an outside dog uh, and I and I travel, I will never breed if it's no health testing. Uh, I'm looking for a hip and elbow dysplasia as a minimum, and I like people to do this uh, DNA testing, you know, for a disease at least. Mm-hmm. 300 disease. I mean, of course, it's more than 300 disease. It can be 1,000 disease in a dog, but at least you can do some minimum. You can also do certification for eyes. You can do a certification for a heart. Mm-hmm. But hips, elbow dysplasia, and DNA, DNA testing for disease, it's a, it's a good minimum to do. Mm-hmm. And when you uh, are looking for a dog from the outside uh, uh, to, to do an outcross, do you uh, uh, require a DNA test from them to make sure that there is no cross? Of course. Cross? I, will, I will only breed, even it's not my choices for me to breed, because mm-hmm. I'm very picky to pedigree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm very picky to temperament, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want person to have a good health check. It mm-hmm. should be decent hips. It should be healthy elbows. Uh, it should be dog who has a no problems. Uh, if it's a hot or cold, right? If mm-hmm. dog is like, oh, my dog cannot run if it's like over 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay, something wrong. Even if it's look healthy, right? So it should be orthopedic foundation uh, or pen hip for hips and elbows. And it should be at least embark or some other test for a DNA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's still not guarantees that you will avoid some disease because it's still some disease can come come through. But it's good for a good breeder to know what you breed. Right. Yeah. So this breed is originally, hence the name, from Central Asia. It's mm-hmm. very hard climate. So in the summers, they have over 100 degrees. Okay. And uh, I would say it's a windy climate. But like I said, dogs goes into mountains, right? So it can be rain mm-hmm. out of the blue in the mountains. So it can be humid and then dry, and then it can be extremely cold, zero degrees mm-hmm. in the in the in the night. Mm-hmm. So this breed should tolerate every every climate. Mm-hmm. But I can tell that it's no breed of dog exists who likes humidity like Florida in August. Right. You definitely will have a dog who will be probably sitting in the shade. Because, you know, I was in Florida in August and I'm like, oh, my God, you can't even breathe. So it's just about common sense. 
this dog have a normal skull, so they have nose like a short face, right? Mm-hmm. So they can breathe. They also will not exercise much if it's too hot mm-hmm. because they try to uh, consume the energy. As example, with my American bulldog, who was crazy and liked to exercise till she die because of this type of breed, right? It's a bulldog. Mm-hmm. They just go. Uh, she was chasing us when we took uh, our dogs to the... Now, like to the forest and we use like a four-wheeler we didn't go fast so mm-hmm. our dogs can follow us but then it get too hot and central asian shepherd just stop in the shade and lay down <laughs> while american bulldog continue to chase us until she overheat yeah and you know she's almost dying because she has this uh this switch from a nature which should be like okay stop you don't need to chase it they will come back mm-hmm. she don't have it so she was doing it and doing it it's yeah. a very faithful breed but it's a human made breed so she kind of lost a little bit of uh, touch with the nature right mm-hmm. she also really liked to attack something which were dangerous to attack as example when my husband was doing some construction job she liked to attack excavator which <laughs> you can easily be killed yeah you know because it's excavator, but if this is a bulldog, right? Yeah. How brave and crazy they are. And my Central Asian Shepherds was laying far away and look at her like she's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, what's the reason to attack excavator? She was biting the bucket and everything. She was yeah. almost crushing her teeth because oh. this is a bulldog gameness goes in a dog and yeah. they get crazy. Right. Central Asian Shepherd using more brains. That's why they will be like, hey, I'm not doing your weight pull, it's crazy. Why I need to feel sore after that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Why American Bulldog or Terrier will do it because they're like, I like it, I like it, yeah. I like it. So yeah. this is the difference between human-made breed and Aboriginal type of dogs. Yeah. Right? And you can speak about Northern breeds too, right? Shibu and all these uh, Japanese dogs, they are more stubborn and they're yeah. harder to train because they use the brain more than then obey everything you tell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of people consider it as a dog being stupid. No, dogs is too smart. Okay. And you definitely, if you're a good breeder, you want to keep this uh, uh, good brain usage in this breed. That's mm-hmm. why you want to think who you want to breed with. And mm-hmm. if you see something shady in the bloodline, even if it was like a five generation ago, you better not to do it. You probably heard the story about this pitbull Hulk, which has discovered it not to be a pitbull at all. No, no, he's yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a nice looking, huge, mastiff dog, but it's have a it's have a mastiff. I think in this fifth generation, it's written in his pedigree, but it's became a fraud. And some people try to tell that pitbulls are should be over hundred pounds. Same happens with the Central Asian Shepherds. They should not be huge this and that. They should be this way. And if somebody mixed breed, it's not mean that they're supposed to be this way. Right. Yeah, no, no doubt. So our dogs like to be outside, but they're welcome to our house. Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't keep the dogs in a, in a crates. I mean, when I say crate, it's mean you can have a you can have a 20 by 20 feet, but I still call it as a crate. Our dogs are running free. We have a lake. Uh, they can go swim, and uh, we have a seven acres, so they're running free. Mm-hmm. If somebody is coming to the property, then I hide the dogs, and they have like a big kennel. It's like a big yard uh-huh. with the dog houses. 
But right now I can see them. One dog is laying uh, on the beach. Other dog is under apple tree. So uh, they are free, free spirit breed. It's not recommended to have these uh, dogs in like a containment, right? Mm-hmm. They should, they should exercise themselves when they want. If you if you want this dog, uh, once this dog is mature and uh, you want to go, you want to leave the house and you want a dog to protect the house, then you keep it inside of the house unless okay. if somebody will, you know, uh, it will be a, a thief will come to your place, right? Yeah. So you yeah. want a dog to take care of it. Uh, but uh, mostly, most of the times you do uh, all kinds of crate training and everything which is convenient for you, yeah. right? So you can do crate training while dog is young, right? Mm-hmm. If dog is destructive because some dogs can be destructive even when they're older, then you keep it in the crate uh, when you're not monitored. But uh, if we are travel, we take dogs everywhere with us and they are like staying with us like in the hotels and everywhere. They're absolutely fine. So you can keep this dog on your sofa if you like. You can keep this dog in the yard, but they do like human interactions. They like to be around you. If I will live right now and be on my porch, all my dogs will come to me. So I don't understand how some people keep the dogs in the in the kennels all the time. I don't think it's a good life for any breed. That yeah, crate training is always yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, or you can have like a, some kind of mud room where you can hide your yeah. dog if it's uh, already showing yeah. very territorial yeah. uh, behavior, right? Yeah. Uh, but you want to train your dog to do everything. You know, if you live in a city, you want a dog to be a good citizen. You want yeah. this dog to walk on the leash. You want to go everywhere drive right in the car with you so this dog can do everything but this dog is a free spirit that's why something like an apartment in manhattan probably not a good idea right no and and, yeah yeah we definitely plus this dog is loud so if you live in an apartment complex and this dog will be barking everybody can hear it and everybody will get annoyed they do bark lifestyle guardian breeds they do bark to make threat go away right they're not barking non-stop Right now, I'm seeing on a bunch of Canadian geese on our lake, and our dogs don't care. Yeah. They're not barking. Well, if I would have my American bulldog, she would try to swim and get them. Oh, right. No, my dogs will not do it. No, too far away to swim. No reason to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so they're common sense, but uh, you want to be definitely prepared. You want to have a good fence yard. If you want to keep this dog in the yard, even for party breaks, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be sure that it's at least six feet fence. Right. If it's a less than six feet fence, you want to have a voice control or you want to control this dog because it can hop the fence uh-huh. and run away chasing someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't want to do with no matter breed it is. Uh, so that's why you want to have a fence if you don't have a fence then you have your dog on a leash or in a dog run right so you can take it outside have a party you bring it inside and then you go for a walk hiking somewhere this dog is not required much exercise and you don't need to do something like with a husky right when i train huskies they are not even responding to train unless you drain some energy so i connect the dog to the bike and we go for a seven mile run And this dog is happy and they are more responsive to training. Mm-hmm. Central Asian Shepherds don't need to be exhausted. You don't need to burn much energy. Right. They're fine. Mm-hmm. You go for a hike, they're happy. You have a big yard, uh, you can teach them to fetch. They're not really into fetch, but they actually like flirt poles, so you can do this or that, mm-hmm. but they do like hiking. So it's not like a Doberman, it's not like a pit bull where you need to burn the energy. No, right. they're fine. Right. Most definitely. 
and how easy are they uh, to 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 potty train? I had no problems with the potty training. Uh, this is pretty clean breed. You just need to follow through like with every breed. Yeah. I do. I do uh, have a clients who have a French bulldogs, bulldogs or Yorkie, and they struggle. They have a dogs yeah. who are never potty trained. So it's look like it's a breed problem. Look yeah. like for me, but our puppy is doing fine. You spend two weeks monitoring them and take them out and give them a piece of meat every time they do business outside. They're pretty clean. But as many dogs I had from '94, I never had a problems with like a struggling with the potty training. So I train, uh, I train all kinds of dogs. Most of the times, people call me and said, "Hey, my dog is jumping at the people. Hey, my dog is aggressive. Hey, I need a basic stuff." So I do board and train, and I take dog to my place, or I go to people's houses. I do, I do use a balanced method, right? I, I use a common sense in training. Every dog is different. It's no one method for a dog. I'm not using abuse. I'm not using. Uh, treats only mm-hmm. so uh, i use whatever works for this dog i'm not a shock collar trainer because i think if you use a shock collar on the dog all the time it's cheating you have a dog on the remote same if you have a treat constantly in your pocket you bribe the dog you need to train the dog like it's your family member right if it's bad you correct the behavior if it's good you hug the dog I don't have any mentor because uh, what I saw in the United States, uh, I didn't like what I saw. That's why I import my dogs. Uh-huh. Uh, I do like some researches, but most researches of the breeds are not breeders. They are just traveling to the countries and everything like this. They, may, they maybe have like a pair of the dogs, you know. We are not talking about... I would never uh, say he's my mentor because he had 60 liters per year. No, this is a puppy mill. No. I'm, uh, I do like uh, some uh, uh, people who are using my book. I, I include their materials in my book. People who travel to Central Asia. So I would say they're mentor. Because I got their information and it helped me. But I don't have anyone who's mentoring or teaching me or anything like this. This is all came from my own experience and my own mistakes. But I do mentor some breeders uh, for sure, the breed, but I'm very picky who I will help or not. So I don't have any mentors because, you know, if it's somebody who has just soul champions, but you can come into his yard and dog will just do nothing. Uh, I don't care about the titles. I want dog to protect. Yeah. So when you were about to um, uh, sell a puppy to a customer, what are some of the prerequisites that you you have before you sell that person the puppy? I'm I'm uh, considered among other breeders of the same breed one of the biggest breeders, so they kind of like jokes. But I sell the puppy to person who I think will do the best for a jo- for a dog, and they will enjoy each other. Of course, people can still lie to me, right? They can lie about the fans and everything. But I have a collection with three pages, right? And if somebody say I don't want to feel it. Travel, they come visit us. We are all open. Please come visit us. Look at the dog. You, you, are you sure you want to have such dog? So I'm very open and I'm telling a lot of cons 
than pros of the breed. So not everybody buys them because they see beautiful teddy bear with a puppy. And then it's grown up and they, not, they cannot control it. As a trainer, my most clients are Labrador mixes, terrier mixes, and dogs from a shelter. And people struggle to train the dog to not fighting uh, them in a playful way, or dog is escaping, or dog is jumping all the time. So I see people struggle with the easy breed, with the easy type of dog. So Central Asian Shepherd's not for everyone. I always sell it to people. And I'm not selling you just because you, you want to pay me something. I refuse to sell my dogs to people who don't look trustworthy to me or people who just want to breed or people who just say, oh, I've, I don't have a fence. My dog will be fine because my Labrador was doing fine. Mm-hmm. So I try to educate the people and if they, uh, if they have experience with the guardian breeds, you know, good guardian breeds, because I'm not talking about St. Bernard, it's not guardian anymore, right? Or Great Dane is not guardian anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So um, then I will be more willing to sell them a puppy. Mm-hmm. I'm very picky where it goes, because it's a lot of people. Other breeders sell dogs whoever pay first. They sell dogs by the color, oh, you want a white, you get a white. You want a this, you want a this. Seven months later, all the rescues calling to me and ask to help because this dog was dumped in a shelter and they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a serious breed. It's a good breed, but it's not for everyone. So I tell people it's not for everyone. You are a social butterfly. You want a dog to love everyone. You don't need Central Asian Shepherd. Mm-hmm. This is a dog for a, for a family, not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. So I'm picky, very picky. It's not easy to get a dog from me. Right. Yeah, I also don't sell my dogs just to the farmers. I know that some breeders say we only sell to farmers. Yeah. Most of the time, they sell to farmers because it's a less liability. Because if dog is just running somewhere, you don't train it this and this, I will sell my dog to the good farmer, right? Mm-hmm. The, the person who will socialize the dog, who yeah. still will take it to the veterinarian, it still will be a citizen dog doing the lifestyle guardians. It should not be a feral dog living in a barn with the pigs. I'm no. not selling anything like this. No yeah. way. Yeah, no. So I will sell the dog uh, to the good farmer, mm-hmm. but it should be a good farmer who have a fencing. Or if it's no fencing, right? So let's say it's a hundred of acres. You don't have a fencing, but you go on a horse or on a four-wheeler with your stock mm-hmm. so they're not just gra- gra- grazing somewhere you go and you are shepherd yourself mm-hmm. with your dogs because i have a couple farmers who said that they have a hundred of acres and they have a pack of the wolf who threatens their angus beef and they said i want to get one puppy from you i said what one puppy will do it will be a snack from a wolf for a wolf mm-hmm. so i would never sell them a dog because dog will fail and will be killed it will not even make it a first year. You need a pack of the dogs. You mm-hmm. need to build the pack. And I'm willing to help to such farmers to help to to build the pack of the dogs. And these dogs will do the job for 10 years for sure and save you a lot of money because they protect uh, your stock. Mm-hmm. But only if person want to do well with the dog. Mm-hmm. A lot of livestock guardian breeds end up in the shelter and they're totally feral. Right, right. 
but it's it's just it's a it's a human factor you know some people are just like that mm-hmm. so i'm picky where my dog goes and i ask people to update us on the on the on the puppy pictures our clients always calling me i i provide true life support yeah. I do travel to some of my clients if you want if you want me to train your dog. Mm-hmm. I can travel and help or I can help you I can help you to find a trainer in your area. I will talk with the trainers and ask about their merits and I think okay, this one is more conservative trainer, you know like old school, better go with him mm-hmm. than this one is only using a clicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I always help to my clients because I want people to have a good life with our dogs. Mm-hmm. The lifespan of this breed have been in the 90s up to 16 years. It's decreasing every year. Mm-hmm. Now I see uh, some kennels who have a website and they have a page, Rainbow Breach, and I see a bunch of dogs died at six years old. So if you don't pay attention and you still buy from such kennel, you probably will have dog who maybe will die now at five, mm-hmm. right? So it's something's going on with, with with the breed in this kennel. So I would say it should be 10 years or more. Mm-hmm. It should be this way. My goal actually to import some aboriginal breeds. Aboriginal, it means from a country of origin or at, or at least first generation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because these dogs are having better immunity less health problem and they do 12 and more years Mm -hmm. all my previous dogs they did 13 years yeah that's good but it was a long time ago now i see people saying that their dog is done is gone at seven or eight so it became like a great day right yeah but it's again it's a it's a breeder's problem Mm 